from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the sports betting network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It is Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. In case you're joining us right now and missed before the break, uh, Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID, first reported by Tom Pelissero. And so Aaron Rodgers is out Sunday at Kansas City. Tom Pelser of the NFL Network with the report. And Jeff, you and I were openly wondering in the, on the break as, you know, all of us try to sift through the sort of word salad of vaccination rules of the, of the NFL and why someone, again, there's different rules for those that are vaccinated. There's different rules that, for those that are unvaccinated. Why Devontae Adams still had a shot at playing last week, but Aaron Rodgers does not this week, and the answer is... Yeah, according to Ian Rappaport and Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated. I Again, maybe my brain is playing tricks on me. I thought he had a press conference before the year where he said he was vaccinated, but... I, I, I guess I guess it was someone else then. If that report is true, there's your answer as yeah, to no, why that, he can't that, play. That makes sense, because yeah. it's the same deal with Lazard from last week. Remember, Lazard and Devontae Adams both tested positive. Lazard was immediately ruled out. Yeah, Adams, they gave basically a chance until the last possible moment and was, of course, ruled out Thursday. Because so, yeah. if you're vaccinated, you just need two negative tests 24 hours apart. That is correct, yes. But that does not apply here, that according to those reports. That does not apply if that report from Rappaport and Garofolo is correct that Rogers is indeed unvaccinated. That is correct. I, listen, I just a couple things. One, remember how the, the – Kansas City, when we did guessing lines on Monday, Kansas City was about a two-and-a-half-point favorite before they played and had that horrible game, even in victory on Monday night. And so there were people out there with Green Bay plus two-and-a-halves when the line shifted. They're like, oh, what a great ticket this is, Green Bay plus two-and-a-half. Yeah, not so much anymore uh, through no fault of their own. You got something else here, Jeff? It looks like we have, we're starting to see some reposts here, Gil. And uh, I just need to confirm this real quick, but... Looks like we have a the first repost is from our friends at Circa, mm-hmm. Kansas City seven and a half. There it is. We nailed it. Nailed it. That's the difference. Seven points, or in this case, seven and a half. If, if it was a pick'em beforehand, um, that's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love out of the shoot. Now we'll find out where the market goes with that. But uh, Matt Metcalf and everybody over at Circa, the first to repost it, Chiefs, despite how bad they look now against the Jordan Love-led Green Bay Packers, 
Sunday afternoon. Remember, this is one of the three, this is one of these weird schedule Sundays where there's only three afternoon games. One at 4.05 Eastern and then two at 4.25 Eastern. So you'll get a, everybody will get a good look at Jordan Love taking on the Chiefs because uh, you won't be distracted by too many other games. You know, and, and, and let me just say this before we get to Jason because we'll get Jason Weingarten because if I know Jason, he tried to sneak in a wager here as well before, uh, before it got taken down. I'm not sure if he was successful or not. But that's the other thing I want to say is, remember a year ago when we were in the middle of, not even a year ago, even more than a year ago, when, when, when folks like us, we would even dare even bring up, right, the, uh, the pandemic happening. People are like, oh, you're for the virus, whatever. This is what we were talking about, right? Like Zinane, it's a, you know, just what a boob remark that was last year to say, oh, you're for the virus. No, this is what we're talking about. We only care about it through a betting prism. And here we are more than a year later, and because of league rules that have been instituted, we are, as bettors, completely affected by this. By the way, this gets to the notion of handicapping contest and survivor. Imagine, Jeff, imagine in survivor specifically, right, because that's a one-and-done situation. Imagine if this didn't happen on a Wednesday. Imagine if it happened on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Now, this game might not be the biggest example of that because I'm not sure how many would have taken the Packers at the Chiefs. Maybe some would have. But you get the idea that you in, in contest, you have to wait as long as possible up to these deadlines to make sure that someone of the ilk of Aaron Rodgers, and again, there might not be anybody more important to align in the whole National Football League than Aaron Rodgers. He might be king of the hill in that category. But imagine if... You know, the Packers were playing the Jaguars or the Jets or somebody like that, and people had saved the Packers, and then this news had come down on a, you know, post-deadline Saturday, early Sunday morning. These, these are the perils that we have agreed tacitly to play with. But it doesn't happen on, uh, on a Friday, or excuse me, on a Saturday or Sunday. It happens on a Wednesday morning, and that's the deal. So the first repost, Chiefs, seven-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Packers, uh, that courtesy of Circa Sports. Let's bring in Jason Weingarten, who is uh, just applauding uh, everybody. A, a round of applause for Jason. He was getting his uh, kudos all on Twitter last night. Everybody at Vison pretty pumped for your Jorge Soler 35-1 to play, which you made on this show. Uh, and Jorge Soler with his third home run. All go-ahead homers, by the way, in this World Series. Gets it home. Congratulations to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Congrats to everyone who bet it. It's uh, it's more fun when when you win as a group. Yes, as it is. To win in just by yourself, it's like being at a big craps table where everyone's winning. That's exactly right. That's what makes the tennis bets here on this show so fun. It's like, hey, everybody just jumping on and, and going nuts with it. Let me ask you about the Aaron Rodgers thing. Did you, like myself, while I was on air, try to jump in and see if you had a, a straight line that hadn't been taken down yet? I tried. I had just actually walked down the street to get coffee before this. So I was walking back and I missed. I was like four minutes late. And, you know, you have about a minute to react when that news breaks on Twitter before the lines get pulled. So I was I was late. I didn't get a bet. Um, I actually Wong teasered the Packers to eight and a half on Monday. I don't normally bet NFL early in the week, but I do bet Wong teasers mm -hmm. usually on Monday or Tuesday just when I when I see them. Uh, but, but I really think you, you mentioned it's like seven and a half. It's probably yeah. going to go up to eight. Now that is such an overreaction. You think so? Like obviously Aaron Rodgers is great. He's, he's amazing. But, uh, the, the market definitely overvalues or undervalues backups, um, and, and tends to, to jack those lines up. You know, like last week we just saw Cooper rush win versus the Vikings. Obviously it's not the same situation, but you know, I'll probably take the eight points here if it gets to eight or eight and a half straight. Yeah, though Jordan Love has not seen any meaningful NFL action. And again, the drop off, we anticipated it. The drop off from Rodgers to Love in terms of the market would be as wide as any in the National Football League. And that, in fact, has manifested. And we'll see where it goes from here. But you you are sticking to it's an overreaction. That's your gut instinct on this. Overreaction. Typically, backup quarterbacks are are always overreactions. Um, I, you know, obviously the quarterback's the most important player in the game, but I, I don't know. I think eight's eight's a lot, especially it's not a good Chiefs team. They, no, they could barely That's... cover versus the the Giants last week and a short week. Are we even sure that Jordan Love is any worse than than uh, Daniel Jones? We don't know anything. 
We don't know anything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We're, we're operating mostly blind on Jordan Love. I mean, that's the one thing I said. I go, the only possible mitigating factor is here how bad the Chiefs played the other night. But even as bad as they played, it ends up being the uh, the full seven points. Um, so, yeah, I tried getting it in, too. But, you know, this pesky little show got in the way of me uh, being distracted. So I had to uh, I, yeah, I couldn't get there in happens. time either. It happens. Um, so that's where it is now. Let me, let me ask you this. Speaking of football, and I know everybody was on your Jorge Soler MVP play. And, again, congratulations to all, regardless of what number you got it at. But Monday night in the NFL, you also won a pretty substantial wager. Could you walk us through what you noticed and what you ended up betting and then winning? Yeah, so I had a 50-1 to ticket on Derek Gore to score the second touchdown of the game, which is a live (laughs) live betting market. Um, You know, I do a lot of the first touchdown stuff. Yeah. And uh, some of the live books or some of the live operators offer – live betting on touchdown props which is actually a really interesting market especially if you you know have you you know what the pregame numbers are um and you can kind of cross-reference what what you think the numbers should be um so i watched the first drive and the chiefs had Derek gore in it running back in the red zone package and i was like all right that's that's unusual i, I thought williams was was the running back for those plays so it was just something to keep an eye on and i'd actually i'd bet I'd bet a bunch of Dante Pettis props at like 125 to one and 50 to one for first touchdown. And I bet some Byron Pringle first touchdown. Um, Neither one of those won. And I was like, oh, now I got to got to bet something else. I got to win something tonight. (laughs) Got to bet something Um, else. Like I said, I saw Gore. I saw Gore was in and I looked at the touchdown props. He was 50 to one. And I was like, well, that's not right. If he's actually going to play in a red zone package, 50 to one should be like. 10 to one maybe. Um, and he was in, he was in on the second drive and they, they gave him the ball for a carry. He got like 10 or 15 yards. They ended up running him five times in a row in the yeah. red zone, which was really unusual. I wasn't even expecting that. Um, but, but I, I realized after the second or third run, they were just going to keep feeding him. Um, especially when he got down to like the four or five yard line, I was like, well, you're not gonna, you know, run some sort of pop pass or, uh, pick play to Travis Kelsey here, or throw it to to Tyree Kill outside. You're just going to keep giving it to the same guy. So I was really excited at that point that he was uh, he was going to run it in, and he did. So so what? You know, where were they on the field when you made that bet? Did you just make it after the first drive, or were they? Yeah, already... they didn't have the ball. They didn't oh, have I the see. ball. They yeah. were kicking off. I think this um, is Jason. This is what separates you. If I may, just. Uh... May just give you some some big ups right here. This is what separates you from the average better. The fact that you noticed that, um, and while others might notice it, it wouldn't really trigger in their brain and be like, "Oh, I could bet this somewhere." Um, and so, what it, what were the odds on it again? Second touchdown, fi- just over fifty for the touchdown, and then he was like fifteen to one for any time. So I bet. About like 125 bucks on each of those. And <laughs> Fabulous. Nice Monday. Nice Tuesday. Yeah. My bookie's going to hate me again this week. Yeah. Um, we're not even into MLB awards either. So, I mean, I really don't even have to do anything this week or next week other than try not to lose a lot of money. Well, let's um, let's let's bookmark that. Let's hold you after the break because I want to find out what your biggest win would be in awards season. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. And I'll ask him the same question I asked of both Spore and Josh Towers out the door in baseball. Uh numbers unseen who does he think might be over and undervalued in the market next year coming back jason weingarten numbers game visa the sports betting network from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN midseason football special is here for only $99. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. College Hoops begins next week. What? It's a great deal. Only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. If you are, again, tuning in to the show here... <laughs> For the first time, uh, the biggest news of this morning, probably uh, anything that happens, uh, at least in terms of who will be playing on a football field this week, uh, Aaron Rodgers testing positive for COVID. He has immediately been ruled out for Sunday's game at the Kansas City Chiefs. That, according to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network, he was the first with the report, and so books took the game down. The first repost was from Circus Sports. Uh, went from a pick'em to the Chiefs being favored by seven and a half, and we figured that would be right about the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, maybe the widest of any quarterback to backup quarterback, starting quarterback to backup quarterback in the NFL. Now we were also trying to figure out, Jeff and I were, um, okay, because Jeff, had, Jeff, your memory was correct. Back in August, Aaron, it was reported that Aaron Rodgers was vaccinated. But the wording used was that he said he was immunized, I believe, immunized, and that he wouldn't judge others who weren't. He didn't use the word vaccinate, right? He used the word immunized, which, as John Goulet said off air, is like nothing is without drama with Aaron Rodgers. Nothing, right? So we were trying to figure out, because we, then we got reports, the reason that, that, that Jeff was like, you, your words were, maybe I'm crazy, but because we got reports from who now that said he wasn't vaccinated, that was Rappaport and Garofolo of okay. NFL Network. And so then we, if that, if that report's true, then we understand why he was immediately ruled out because only the vaccinated have this thing where, hey, if you get two negative tests 24 hours apart, you can play. What's the latest now? No, it's, it, that's basically what it is. It's so, still so, that he's... So we're just trying to figure out, to, is he or is he not? Yes, we're trying to figure out if that report by yeah. Rappaport is correct, but... Based off the fact that he was immediately ruled out. Yeah. Those guys aren't going to just report yeah, no, that willy-nilly. This is too important of a thing to mess up in order to not get everything completely locked down before tweeting that out. Yeah. I've seen, by the way, some people in faraway places saying it's as high as nine and a half on the Chiefs. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> some <laughs> spots. Uh, you know, those are faraway places, uh, unregulated markets, but still. And so Jason Weigarten, like myself, like a bit, I would imagine – all kinds of betters tried to quickly get in before they took it down to uh, bet the uh, Chiefs, seeing if there was a uh, a slow-to-move operation. I'm not sure if anybody did get on the Chiefs, but wouldn't it be amazing? We also mentioned this often. We'll bring Jason Weingarten back in. Wouldn't that be amazing if the, if the Green Bay Packers, led by Jordan Love, could, could still win this football game as bad as the Chiefs are. Somebody on Twitter, and forgive me that I, I missed your name, but somebody said, wouldn't Matt LaFleur be instantly the front runner for coach of the year if that ends up happening? So, again, the fact that this happened on a Wednesday and not a Saturday and Sunday, so many handicapping contest implications to that. But this is what we worry about. Imagine if you're like in week 15 or 16 of Survivor. Obviously, 
you know, here's the Aaron Rodgers trade, but if someone of that ilk, after a deadline, gets removed from a football game for being unvaccinated because, by rule, they can't play that week. Let's bring in Jason Weingarten again. At Spreadopedia is where you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, so, Jason, now with – so, by the way, you, people should know you have your own podcast, The Wide World of Weingarten. You're making not just baseball bets, but on the – you know, when baseball's not going on, you're making football bets. You're making all kinds of bets on that podcast. You also write for VEASAN.com uh, and Point Spread Weekly. Let me ask you about awards season. And, again, awards, because the World Series got extended, finalists announced this coming Monday – Three finalists, ALNL all four major awards, Cy Young, manager, rookie, MVP. Those winners won't be announced till a week later, the 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, with MVPs being on that final day. Oh, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th now that we're a week forward, with the 18th being when the MVPs are announced. What would be your single biggest winning bet of all of those? Well, uh, Otani is going to be the biggest you know, win just confirmed uh, he's going to win. It's just a question of, of waiting until the 18th, um, which is really long time to wait. It sure is. The actual biggest win would be, uh, uh, I said, Jorge Soler. No, um, Wander Franco would be the biggest win just by basis of his odds being a hundred to one and 90 to one. When I bet a majority of it, I bet 190 and 75 to one on him. Um, so it would be well over a hundred thousand bucks on Solaire, probably closer to two. Let me, let me, sorry, Solaire Franco. Sorry, Franco, want Von Franco. Night. Well, yeah. so Jeff and I were just talking about this last segment because I brought this up about a month ago when I was in San Francisco. My buddy said this, you know, not a better said to me, Hey, so Brandon Crawford's the NL MVP, right? Gil, obviously, right? He's a Giants fan, best player, team with the best record. And it occurred to me as betters when we're staring at these markets, right, every day thinking about what to bet that maybe we have one of these wrong like maybe one of these is going to be a complete surprise to us that voters who aren't betters by and large we would assume just are thinking a different thing don't you think that Vonder Franco might be the answer to that question of who would be the most likely who's not a betting favorite to win one of these categories yeah I think I mean there's typically like one upset a year last year Devin Williams won NL rookie of the year it was a three-way race there were three guys who got first place votes this year there could be four guys that get first place votes in the al uh rookie of the year race i wouldn't be surprised if it's a very thin margin between the winner and second place though i wouldn't necessarily know who it's going to be i know it uh, personally i think it shouldn't be adolis garcia ryan mountcastle when you compare their their numbers to franco and rosarena those are the guys who truly deserve it uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that voting is going to go my way on Franco. Um, I do. I do have a Rosarena at 19 to one as well. So I'm kind of just hoping it's one of them. But um, I would be much happier to win uh, Franco at a a big big number than a Rosarena 19 to one so, at this point. So if Otani is Otani is <clears throat> going to be the most money for you. Um, by the way, you had him at 33 to 1 on the Beating the Book preseason MLB podcast that we did with Spore and Vaskersion. And, and you openly on that podcast, I don't know if you remember this, when we we're going through it, you're like, yeah, I got Otani at 33 to 1. There's a 50 to 1 out there, but I'm just not sure if I want to add more. <laughs> <It's still laughs> yeah. On that show it was great uh, in retrospect. But the, uh, so you're going to win the most on that. Vonder would be your longest time. Where does Juan Soto fit in all this? I had Juan Soto 100 to 1, 150 to 1, same same similar numbers, yeah. uh, uh, big numbers. I actually think he's got a shot to win. Everybody I do too. Everybody I talk to keeps thinking, "Oh, well it's it's over. Bryce Harper has it won." And he might. It might, you know, it might be a 75-25 split on Harper, but <clears throat> I I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I I think it'll be closer. I think there will be one big upset. I don't know which market it's going to be, but I expect an upset somewhere. Um, hopefully it's not going to be one of my big tickets, but um, yeah, it's really annoying. I, I think now that Major League Baseball has official betting partners and has embraced gambling so much, they really need to figure out a better way to do these awards because waiting two more weeks wow. till the middle of November in, in, in these legal markets when you're when you're encouraging gambling, I think there's much better ways to to integrate these products. 
I would um, I would agree. Uh, I don't I don't want to wait two more weeks for a ticket that's been a winner for three months. Everybody, everybody's you know the thing where before they post the game where you have the winning ticket, you're like, have you guys posted the? That's kind of what this is for Shohei Otani. Everybody's got their ticket waiting for it to just finally post, and they have to wait uh, more than two more weeks for it. Um, okay, so football. What bets have you made recently? And what might be a bet that is uh, of those still available to folks? My biggest bet I made recently was Patrick Mahomes to lead the league in interceptions at 100 to one. Last I checked, that was down to like six to one. It's probably even shorter after Monday. Um, and he is leading bet, the league in interceptions. He is. I bet Zach Taylor, coach of the year, 35 to one. I bet it at 10 to one. I think that's 12 to one now. Just just by the fact that he could potentially lead. The, the Bengals to a division title should get him serious consideration at uh, at guest coach of the year. Circa has a much lower number on him, by the way. They think he's the favorite. Um, I bet the Packers to, to win the Super Bowl about a week ago. So got a bad number on that, apparently, with Rodgers being out this week. That's that's kind of lame. But uh, besides that, I haven't really I haven't really bet much this week. I bet Derrick Henry to to win Offensive Player of the Year. I gotta gotta pivot off that now. That that's some one of the unfortunate realities of betting futures in the middle of the season is yeah. sometimes you just you just something like that happens. Um, Jason, but, yeah, you, gotta, you can't win them all. And with you, I literally have to say that you can't win every one yeah, of them, Jason. It's yeah. it's true. Yeah. But so the thing it, it occurred to me last night after after the Solaire bet is that people people get really excited when you hit stuff at big odds. And I hit that fifty to one, and I hit the thirty five to one on Solaire. All that stuff's great. But uh, golf, I bet a lot of golf. I bet golf every week, and you get the European Tour, the Champions Tour, Senior Tour, the the PGA Tour, all that stuff. You get fifty to one shots every week in golf. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I love hitting fifty to ones and everything, but you get those, you know, every week. And golf is a very bettable sport that I think people will get more into soon. Yes, um, Jason, I got to run. 50- oh, sorry, got to run. That's we'll okay. Talk more we'll that talk later. more next week. Jason Weingarten, thank you so much, Jason Weingarten, thank, thank Jorge you for Soler. You got it. Coming back, football. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Iowa Pete, thanks to Gil and Jeff for the breaking news on Rodgers. I was able to get three units down before my book pulled the line. Good for you, Iowa Pete. Uh, Let's see. You don't fish. Hey, Gil, backup quarterbacks. Always a strong play for me. The the general public always overreacts. Don't forget Mike effing White. I just read them. I I just Ron Burgundy my way through these. NFL capper. I'm moderately upset that the Aaron Rodgers news interrupted Survivor Talk. <laughs> Necessary, but a bummer nonetheless. We'll get to Survivor Talk momentarily because this has a tie-in as well to Survivor Talk. Uh, this is from do-do-do-do-do, uh, IG Milzondek. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. I love how casual Jason uh, Weingarten comments on his big tickets. I bet he's probably hard to read at a poker table. Yes, I'm sure he is as well. Uh, and on and on with the... Uh, with the love for Jason for his Jorge Soler pick. Um, so, yeah, so we, well, again, the breaking news that, that Aaron Rodgers has tested po- uh, COVID positive and has immediately been ruled out, has immediately been ruled out for this Sunday afternoon's Packers-Chiefs game. Uh, Jeff Parlay and I, we, I think, accurately predicted what the line move would be. They pulled down the line. It was generally a pick We thought seven points. It ends up first first posting, reposting, ended up being seven and a half at Circa in favor of the Chiefs. So we got that part right. Then we're trying to navigate through the, was he vaccinated? Was he unvaccinated? And the more you think about this now, the the other tentacles come in. One, this is the second time we've been deprived of a Mahomes versus Rodgers Chiefs-Packers game. Remember when we were talking about the Devontae Adams? Oh, they're 6-0 and without, uh, without Devontae Adams. We said, oh, yeah, when they beat the Chiefs, they didn't have Patrick Mahomes. They had Matt Moore that day. Well, this was, if you remember, the added week 17, the, the 17th game, this was to have been the marquee game from those added 17th games, the Packers at the Chiefs. Not so marquee anymore with the Chiefs' performance and now the absence of Aaron Rodgers. 
Uh, and then from, listen, from a, from other standpoints too, we talked about Survivor and we talked about it earlier. Oh, here are your options for Survivor. Now the Chiefs are going to be a Survivor option for people again. Now, for those of us who used them on Monday night, if you recall, my, my chief, chief, no pun intended, comment after that was, man, am I glad to have the Chiefs in my rearview mirror. I don't have to be tempted by them again. Well, people are going to get tempted by the Chiefs this week in Survivor now with Jordan Love as the Packers' starting quarterback. That's for sure. Uh, and then the other thing, hearkening back to the whole, because Jeff, you remembered, you're like, wait, am I going crazy? Didn't he say he was vaccinated? And now the reports are that he is unvaccinated, which is why he cannot play this week. Well, really good question, really good thought from you off was he said specifically that he was immunized. He used the word immunized and said also, hey, I'm not judging anybody else. I'm immunized, but I'm not judging any of my teammates. Great call by you because what does immunized usually indicate using that word? Your hunch might be. We're just speculating on this. Again, we we not certain. Maybe yeah. maybe he got a dose of a two dose. Maybe vaccine he got a, he got one shot and, and was didn't like go deuces. back for number two. I, I mean, I look. It just you know you just this is a situation that of course last year was different. There was no open vaccine for for people to get. Yeah, if you got a COVID positive, you're done for ten days. You know this. It just classic Rogers drama always around always. Like, like our guy John Goulet said like, yeah we are we're in an, another one where it's just drama for really no apparent reason whatsoever especially with what he said back on August the 26th yeah. wow so chief seven and a half point favorites and now so let's get back to the survivor talk which we never finished because we were rudely interrupted by Aaron Rodgers being, oh, you'd have something now. Well, yeah, one, one more thing also. Never this, is kind of been, uh, this has kind yes. of uh, been swept away because of the Rodgers news. But the New York Giants had 12 positive tests come back. Here we go. Uh, but on the retest, according to, Pro, according to Joe Judge, only one of those came back positive on the retest. So that's something to monitor this week to see if – more positives come up, Boy. especially on retest for the New York and Giants. That's a game. The Raiders Giants knows when I have the Giants, you have to monitor that situation on the retest. And then, of course, we didn't even mention this this morning the most tragic thing that happened uh, in all of sports yesterday off, you know, someone was, someone was killed. Henry Ruggs of the Raiders being charged with a DUI resulting in death. So the Raiders, um, you know, what's swirling around this football game? And again, we come from everything from a how do we bet stuff. And by the way, no way do I mean to sound callous and minimize, you know, that. But again, know the perspective we're coming from just as a discussion. Like, what do, what do you do with, I mean, you can't, there's so many of these football games where there's so many random variables of like, does this mean something? Is that going to mean something? Will this player play? The only thing we know for certain is that Aaron Rodgers is not playing for the Green Bay Packers. Which gets us back to the Survivor Talk now. Let me just rehash it. Because now you have to add the Chiefs. This is what Joe Pita. Joe Pita made a great comment yesterday when he was in. And thanks to Joe Pita for talking about uh, Profit, the uh, sports betting exchange that is uh, licensed in uh, New Jersey and Indiana yesterday. But he, we also talked about Survivor because he's in Survivor. We both sweated the Chiefs game on Monday together here in the studio. And his comment was great about how many people are going to be left, how many entries are going to be left at the end of Survivor in circa survivor specifically which started out with 4080 entries and he's right that last week was probably the last week where there was going to be so many like a large percentage 40 percent in the case of uh, the cincinnati Bengals, so many people such a large percentage on one team or a second team now like this this week is the most clear example of splintered survivor picks because again add kansas city Add Kansas City to a group of teams that could be picked in Survivor. Miami, if Terod Taylor doesn't play. Dallas, if Dak does. New Orleans, six-point favorites against Atlanta. Buffalo, in case you don't want to save them, along with Dallas for Thanksgiving. There's obviously that consideration. Huge favorites on the road, Buffalo. Baltimore, six-point favorites at home against Minnesota. And Pittsburgh, roughly around six, five-and-a-half-point favorites at home on Monday night against the Bears. That's half the that's that's more than half the schedule, right? No, that's exactly half the schedule. When you throw Casey in, seven of fourteen games, so you're going to have seven different teams that are basically 
They're not going to be evenly distributed, but much more evenly distributed than any other week. And Jeff, if you were in Circus Survivor and you had the ability to play any of those teams, let's say, which is not realistic. By the way, I didn't add Indianapolis. No, it's 8 of 14. More than half the games are possible Survivor plays this year, this week. 8 of 14. I would throw out, the, even with the Thanksgiving requirement, I would take either Dallas or Buffalo. Even week. with the requirement. Yes. I, I, I would not mess around. This is a consideration for sure. Yeah, I would not mess around. Even though I think the Colts will handle their business tomorrow night, I don't trust them still. I don't. Carson Wentz could have a blow-up game. That's still in there. Uh, I don't want Miami under any circumstance, no matter who's playing quarterback for Houston. But as you go through this list, how is Bu- Buffalo's not losing to Jacksonville? No, which is why if you have both Dallas and Buffalo, this is where it gets to you you kind of have it it would seem a bit of a distinct advantage heading into this week now. Because you can play one of them. Thanksgiving's only a few weeks away now. And yes, something could happen, right? Like something unforeseen could happen to a Josh Allen or a Dak Prescott. We don't wish it on anybody, but we're just talking about through a survivor prism. So there would be that risk. But if you only have one of them left, you don't have that luxury here. If you have two of them, I don't know how comfortable I'd feel playing the Bills at the Saints at this point, quite frankly, either. But if you have a couple of them, maybe you do use one of them. That is absolutely a consideration now because it is so splintered, and every one of these is like putting on your evil Knievel helmet. It's a 70s reference, Jeff. It's like put on your evil Knievel helmet and just praying. So Joe has said he had three entries yesterday. Joe Peter. Joe Peter, yeah, who three. was on with us yesterday. Yeah, he's got three. If I had three, I would absolutely be using Buffalo if I had not used them right now. If you have Dallas still. Correct. Yeah, if you I can't, Dallas you can't. Look, I'm even in the scenario where I would be okay with, all right, get Buffalo through this week. Somehow let's get through these three entries, get to Thanksgiving, box that th- Detroit-Chicago game where you know you're not using either of those two teams, and going forward from there. I, I will genuinely say this because we got to go to break and we got to talk to Michael Lombardi. Looking forward to asking him some NFL-related questions through a betting prism. But I, I genuinely have gotten to the point now where this is, the, again, it's the first week where I have no idea who I'm playing. And every week before this, I did. Even though I was like, eh, I might play this. I knew exactly who I was playing every week. This week, I don't know. I That Thanksgiving thing, if you have two of those, if you have the Bills and Cowboys left in Circa, Maybe you do play one of them and just say, you know what? I'm not messing around with the Steelers and the Dolphins of the world, even if Davis Mills is playing in that Dolphins game. Imagine going out on a 1-17. I'm thinking about it, but I don't know. Coming back, Michael Lombardi, the great Michael Lombardi. Next, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. All the football and basketball action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odd specials from epic touchdowns to spectacular. Slam Dunks, the king of sportsbooks, takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. I just want to read this uh, one tweet. This is from uh, Resist to Jason Weingarten. I wasn't going to reach out until uh, until out to you until you went to uh, craps table. I had two hundred at thirty to one at Westgate, two hundred uh, at thirty to one at Westgate, and another one hundred fifty at thirty five to one with my guys talking about the Jorge Soler bet. I went to Westgate to withdraw, took fifteen hundred to the craps table. There was one shooter the hour I was there, and I walked away with thirty two large. From Jorge Soler to 32 large, one story. Jason Wangarden, thank you once again from all. Okay, uh, so we have prided ourselves on sort of covering every little angle of this Aaron Rodgers, or at least trying to navigate through. One of the things that should be clarified, while Aaron Rodgers may have done a little word play with the media, saying he was immunized as opposed to vaccinated, what is clear is that it appears that he followed unvaccinated protocol. So while he may have fibbed, if you will, to the media, he was actually doing the correct thing for the unvaccinated uh, based on NFL protocol. Now, we also have word, and Jeff, let's bring you in for this, that while Jordan Love is the starter, the the other news is what? Yeah, so uh, Ian Rappaport on that report, by the way, with Aaron Rodgers following the unvaccinated protocol in the building, uh, Kirk Benkert tested positive last night for COVID. Now, if you're asking gonna be, who yeah, Kirk Benkert a lot of people is, are going to be like, who's that? He is the Packers' third string slash practice squad quarterback. So, so Packers sure. currently have one quarterback who is not tested positive for COVID, and that is Jordan Love. Jordan Love operating without a net. The Packers operating without a net. Someone will get Dan Mc, Don Mikowski on the phone. Is Flynn doing anything? Lynn Dickey doing anything? Lynn Dickey still with us? I don't know. Just coming up with random Packers quarterbacks. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this gentleman will have something to say about all this. He's the host of the Lombardi Line, which uh, airs at the top of the hour each and every day here on the network. The book is Gridiron Genius. The podcast is GM Shuffle. He's worked with all the greats. Sons Joe Gibbs, the non-Joe Gibbs greats category. <laughs> it's Michael Lombardi. How you doing, Michael? I, I am good, but I suspect Ricky Hunley will be heading back to, uh, <laughs> to Green Bay soon. Yeah. Here. Seems the most logical one. The Colts just let him go, and, and they've got to obviously get somebody who's somewhat familiar. Or they could bring, you know, one of my personal favorites back, Blake Bortles. He was in training camp this summer with them, so he's been around. So he would know at least the offense, and he's been with Nathaniel Hackett down in Jacksonville. So I think those are two options. And the thing I was listening to your conversation about Survivor, I, I think the one team you've overlooked is San Francisco and Survivor this Oh, interesting. On, only because Kyler Murray might not play. Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. And I, when they were two and a half, and they you know, still might be two and a half, that's a hell of a survivor, a hell of a teaser leg, too, for sure. It's two and a half now, but if, if Murray's declared out, that thing will go way up. To, that thing will go to five. So add that, you know? nine possible survivor plays in 14 games right. this so week. You, you've got, and I think what Jeff said earlier about, you know, use your best one this week, because the one thing we know is we can't predict the future. Are you really going to use Dallas versus the Raiders on Thanksgiving? Are you? Uh, I might have to, man. I really, I mean. You might have to, but you don't want to. Well, Whereas you would, wouldn't you want to rather use the Bears versus the Lions? Would I? I mean, honestly, Michael, I I don't know the answer to that. 
Bears versus the Lions. I don't know the answer to it, too, but yeah. I know the Lions are horrible. And I know this about the Lions. Anytime they have to play a college offense, like the Philadelphia Eagles last week, uh, where the it's basically spread runs, they, they can't defend it. They're so slow, they can't defend it. And that's a real issue. So, you know, that was a bad matchup for Detroit. Like I said to you on text, I mean, can you imagine, you know, everybody was thinking the Chiefs were the easy pick and survivor, <laughs> and here ahead, and, you know, Seattle and San Francisco were by far the easier pick. Oh, trust me. Well, That's I'll... why the uncertainty, of the, the uncertainty of the week, the health of the players of the week, make it, you know, Christian McCaffrey's been designated to come back this week versus New England, but Sam Darnold's not might not play. Right. P.J. Walker, he of the 3 of 14 for 33 yards. And trust me, I had Kansas City and Survivor, and all week I kept saying, double-digit, home favorite, standalone game, and I'm terrified. And all of that was justified. Yeah. Uh, okay, you, you've been at NFL front offices, famously. Uh, the NFL trade deadline comes and goes uh, with a whimper, really. Uh, was there no market for, you know, Marcus Mariota or Terod Taylor? Like, what did you make of the non-action? I think that it really goes back to the salary cap. Look, there was no market for Odell Beckham in spite of LeBron's tweet. You know, I mean, no one wants to deal with it in spite of LeBron saying he's going to, re- you know, he, the guy's not been a good player. And at $16 million, no one wants to take on the $8 million. Would the Saints have taken him? Sure they would. I mean, the Saints are getting mileage out of Kevin White, a former Bears first-round draft pick. I mean, he caught a deep pass against the Bucks this week. So would they have taken him? Sure, why not? But to pay the $8 million, no chance. Andy Dalton, you want to pay the remaining of that contract as a backup quarterback? Probably not. Everything about this trade, everything about this trade deadline was all predicated on money. You know, and look, Denver bought two draft picks for $9 million. That's essentially what they did. They were going to cut Von Miller at the end of the year. He was not coming back. They weren't going to get anything for him, so they paid $9 million of his salary, which they owed him anyway, right? They owed him it anyway because he's a vested veteran. So they paid $9 million, and they picked up a second and a third-round pick. By the way, you bring up Odell Beckham Jr., Jeff, Odell Beckham Jr. What's the news here on him? Odell Beckham Jr. not practicing today because of, quote, a team decision. Team decision, Michael. Yeah. You know, this is, and I tweeted this yesterday, uh, Gil, this is when this is only going to get bad. I mean, this is being penny-wise and dollar-foolish. Look, you, you know, the guy had no trade value. The guy has no value to your team. He has basically disruptive value. He's only going to cause more problems. Let him go. You're going to pay him the money anyway. Just get him out of your building. Let him go to New Orleans. Let him go somewhere else. You already have seen him. He can't make a play for you. He drops way too many passes. You know, he's not even the focal point of the offense. It's a distraction at this point. I think the only reason they didn't, and I don't know this for certain, but I saw Schwartz get hurt in the game last week when I was watching the tape. And I get a sense that if that the reason they hung on to him this week was maybe because Schwartz was out. But he's only going to cause more problems than good for you at this point, in spite of LeBron proclaiming that he's the greatest player of all time. You know, and so like ignore it and move on and just get him out of your locker room. It's a way to save your season. Everything I ask you is from the from the lens of betting because and much of it is is from the from a place of terror. And one of the things, because obviously talking about Aaron Rodgers, oh, my God, if this had happened later in the week, what about our survivor? What about our potential handicapping contest picks or just our bets in general? But what about what happened in Pittsburgh? So they try a fake field goal. The Steelers do. They send Chris Boswell out. He, by the way, he just gets absolutely (laughs) obliterated, concussed. He held the ball too long. (laughs) That's right. You held the ball too long as as he's like completely concussed on the ground. But what did the Steelers do by doing that? They basically jeopardized their winning the game. Not only could, you know, not only did they not have their place kicker for field goals, they couldn't kick an extra point. Even even at the 12-yard line after taking a holding penalty, they're like, no, we're still going for two. And then Ryan Presley, their punter, uh, Presley Harvin, uh, pr- pardon me, <laughs> Presley Harvin, uh, he, not only could he not kick an extra point as a punter, but then like on the ensuing kickoff, he like kicks it out of bounds. That was even drama too. So I guess the question is, shouldn't teams have some contingency for that, Michael? Like, you, shouldn't your punter be able to kick extra points? What am I missing? Yeah. You're not missing anything. I mean, that's the first question you ask yourself. If the punter, if the kicker goes down, who's our kicker? You know, when I was in Oakland, we had the great Sebastian Janikowski, but Shane Leckler could make extra points. Were we great with it? No. Did we want to try a 40-yarder? No. But at least you could manage some of the closeness of those kicks, and you, you had to give yourself a chance. But, you know, I don't think 
I don't think Mike Tomlin, who admitted he made a huge mistake after the games, thought that the kid was going to hold the ball for as long as he did. You know, and, and you know, look, let's face it. Once the fake's not there, you buying time <laughs> is not going to get you the play. You know, like, really, that's, I mean, as bad as a decision it was, I think it was as much on the player not getting rid of the football. All right, last question because I got to go, Michael, or you got to go and you got to do the Lombardi line. But if I came to you from the future and I said, okay, uh, let me read these here. Buffalo, Baltimore, so I don't miss them. Tennessee, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas. If one of those teams, I come to you from the future, I said, hey, Michael, one of those teams didn't win their division. Who was it? Would you like me to repeat the choices? Boy, that's, yeah, give it to me again. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, we got you 20 know, seconds. It here. seems like some of those are matched up. Go ahead, quickly. Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Dallas. Baltimore. 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 Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Because yeah, it's so volatile in that division. Yeah. Michael, I had about 25 other questions, but we'll have to save them for next time. Michael Lombardi, host of the Lombardi Thanks, Line, top of the you. hour. Coming up with, uh, with the host today being the great Dave Ross, D.C.'s finest. We love him coast to coast. We'll do that next here on the network. Enjoy uh, right here from Visa and the Sports Betting Network. They'll have all the breaking Aaron Rodgers news if there is more to break. Coming back right here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 